Hello everyone. Happy Tuesday. I say that with hesitation because I forgot what day it was for a second. Hey, Rocco. No ugly face. Leo, don't lick his ears. He doesn't like it. Thank you. We were having a moment there on the bed where Leo was trying to help Rocco and Rocco wasn't liking it. So I had to put the kibosh on that. Anyway, so a few things to talk about. Well, there's always things to talk about. Um, on Friday, I, not Friday, I was off on Friday because we celebrated Greg's birthday. Well, on Thursday, I ended up having a full-blown panic attack at work, which was great, super great. Um, I told the people that I sat by, I just let them know, hey, if you see me acting kind of weird, I'm okay, I'm just trying to deal with what I'm feeling right now. So at my old job, there was a piece of, it was a carpet swatch, a carpet sample, and it was blue with a yellow smiley face on it. Well, I would, Leo, I said no, honey. I'm not paying you to groom. Rocco's fine. You can lay next to him. It's okay. Okay? Sorry. So anyway, there was this piece of carpet. And when I was manager, I hung it up on the wall where customers couldn't see it. Only we could see it in the office. And when I left, all the people gave me this really nice gift basket and included that piece of carpet. So on Thursday, as I'm having my panic attack, around people I don't know very well, Molly, thank you. My fingertips are going numb, my lips are starting to tingle, and instantly, if you've never had a panic attack, my mind goes to, fuck, I'm having a heart attack. My arm is starting to hurt. I'm getting these pains across my chest. My heart is going to jump out of, its, out of my chest. It's going to run around the room. I looked at my Fitbit. My heartbeat was like 100, and I was just sitting there doing nothing. I mean, I was working, but I wasn't like doing physical activity, and I was in the fat burn zone. So... Uh, a piece of carpet came in handy though because I read an article that you're supposed to ground yourself when you have a panic attack and grounding yourself means to look around and know that you're not dying. Mm -hmm. Touch something. Um, stop. I was talking to Rocco. Um, to touch something. So I touched the carpet swatch. When my hands get numb and tingly like that, it's important that I touch something because if I don't, then my mind really goes to the place of, oh my God, you're dying. So that was Thursday. Friday, I'm off of work. Rocco, I'm not going to tell you again. Stop. Don't give me those big brown eyes like you're all sad. I'm telling you to stop. Okay? Thank you. So Friday, I take the day off work. We go celebrate Greg's birthday. Greg's birthday was on Monday the 17th. A uh, couple things about his birthday that <laughs> irritate the fucking piss out of me. So I don't get him a birthday card. He usually doesn't get me a birthday card. He said he did last year. He didn't. What we just do is we do things for each other. So he gets the whole month of September. I get the whole month of March. So every weekend, then, he gets to decide the movie which I've been kind of picky on movies lately because he keeps trying to shove Tom Cruise down my throat. 
And I just don't want to watch Tom Cruise all the time. But then he also gets to pick either where we go eat, which we don't go out to eat as often as we used to, or what I make. So Friday night, he wanted to go to Texas Roadhouse. Great. We have never had a problem. Rocco! Rocco! He's licking his feet on my bed. So that means if he licks his feet on my bed, you're going to have a big wet spot in that case. And he should not be licking his feet. Not all the time. He gets, like, obsessed. If you saw it, you know why I'm reminding him to stop. Anyway, we go to Texas Roadhouse. We've never had poor service there. Um, we've never really had bad food there. One time I bit into one of those biscuits, that, those wonderful buns that they give you when they say you down. And there was something hard in it. What the fuck is this? It was a straw wrapper. So I told the waitress who got the manager, and it was just, oh, I'm so sorry, we threw that batch out. That's great. But like I told the manager, I said, you know, I just saved your ass pretty much from either a kid choking because kids are stupid, or somebody breaking a tooth, or somebody just flying off the handle over the top freaking out. I at least expected like a, a free beer, but I wasn't going to be the kind of dick to ask. So that was a little disappointing, but the food was good. And otherwise, the service wasn't the greatest that day. She was a little flighty and it wasn't even super busy in there, but it was still good. So Friday we go, and it takes her, we can see it. Ew, stop licking stuff, you guys. So we get seated, we get the, you know, hot buns right in the basket. We're sitting there for 10 minutes before she comes and asks us what we want to drink. Well, at 10 minutes, now the buns are cold and I don't have a beer. I'm a fucker if I don't have something to drink. So I said, can I get a water and a beer? Great. Another 10 minutes later, we get our beer. I'm like, okay, bar was pretty busy. That's fine. I'm not going to freak out about nothing like that. So then we place our order. And Greg always gets the bone-in ribeye. Does he get the bone-in? He gets the cowboy cut ribeye. No, that doesn't have the bone. And I get the New York strip. I love the New York strip because I don't like a whole lot of fat on my meat. Um, and it just the flavor of the strip is, is very, very good. So not too long after, our food comes out, or so we think. And instead of Greg getting this cowboy cut that's like 12 ounces or 14 ounces or something like that, he gets this little filet. They hand me what looks to be a small ribeye. And she's like, yeah, this doesn't look right. I'm like, no, it, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look right at all. So she takes it back to the kitchen. Manager's on it right away. I mean, she's right over to us and she's like, hey, I understand there was a mix-up. I'm taking it back to the kitchen. We're going to get this fixed up for you. Okay, that was great. You get bonus points for that. But now I'm out of beer. Why am I sitting with no beer? So I had to drink my water. When I go out to a restaurant, like I said before, we don't have a lot of money. But if I have the extra money and you go, like, you do your job really well. I'm going to ask you to be over the top in my face every five minutes. How is everything? How is everything? Don't do it. 
but be good at, at your job. So if you see that my beer is half full or half empty, however you want to look at it, you know, it wasn't even horribly busy by the time we got there. It was like 7.30. So it wasn't awful. And I have to drink my water. Well, then our food finally comes out. Greg's fries are cold. My potatoes are, I got, I got a loaded mashed potatoes. I love their loaded mashed potatoes. They were so soupy. I actually had potato soup. So it was, it was pretty, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, I didn't have the heart to say anything though, because Greg's like, well, if it's gross, send it back. I don't send things back and here's why. Because all you're going to do is piss off the people in the kitchen when it's hot back there, it's busy back there. They're either just going to throw the shit in the microwave, or they're going to spit in it, or they're going to stick their tip in it. I don't know. I don't trust you. Okay? If I can't see you, I don't trust you. So I'm just going to let it go. But we probably won't go back to Roadhouse for a while. It was just, it was, it was not what it usually is. So she still got a tip, but not what I had prepared for. When I'm out to eat and I go out somewhere, I always set a bar depending on where we go and what the tip is going to start at. You can either go up or you can go down. All depends on, on how things go. So I know that sounds kind of dickish. Like, ooh, I can give a big tip. But like I said before, if I go out, I'm going to make sure that I have the money to either say, hey, man, your service was awesome. Here's a tip for you. That could be my gas money. But God damn it, if you're good at your job, you deserve to get recognized for it because servers don't make enough money. I also think it should be a thing to tip hotel, or hotel mates. When I used to work at a hotel when I was young, I started working on 14. And you run into some of the nastiest fucking shit. I had bloody tampons on the floor. It wasn't me, but you know what I mean. I was working in the room. That makes me sound like a prostitute. I was working in the room. But there were tampons on the floor, pads on the floor. I got hit in the head with a used condom when I went to pull the sheets off the bed. It, it was awful. It was a crap job. But I did it for a couple of years because I wanted to focus on my schoolwork, thinking I was going to eventually go to college. So I just wanted to work on the weekends. Well, I didn't go to college, so I could have quit the shit job, but I didn't. But I think it should be mandatory. I mean, at the time, I think I was getting $1.50 a room and like two seventy-five dollars for a suite. Ellie, what are you sniffing? She is sniffing everything she's walking around. It's just really weird. Almost like there's piss somewhere or somebody puked and I just can't find it. Are you pissing on my pillow? Are you pissing on my pillow? Oh my God, it looked like you were pissing on my pillow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you've lost your mind. If you need to get down, you use these stairs. You do not jump, okay? Don't jump. So anyway, back to when I was in need. Sorry, I just got home a little bit ago, so I'm still saying the hellos and got them sad and everything. So when I was housekeeper, I want to say that's what it was. It was like $1.75 a room, like $2.50 a suite. It was shit. Okay? So, 
you get your check and your check was $60 for a weekend. And you felt like you just busted your balls because you were wiping shit off the toilet, puke off the sink, and you don't have to pay anything. What is the point of that job? So anytime I go to a hotel, even if I just leave them like a dollar fifty and leave a note and say, hey, thanks, go get a pop on, on me or something, just something to say thank you for cleaning that room. Because again, my OCD and my neuroses, they kick in when I go to a hotel room and first things I do, I put the bag down, I hardly ever take my shoes off. If I do take my shoes off, my, I have to have socks on because I know how often those carpets get cleaned. And it's not off. I look in the bathroom first. I look all over the tub, the toilet, the sink, floor for any kind of hair. If there's any kind of hair and I have to pick it up, hair gags me. Even when I wash my own hair and I get wet hair on my hands, gags the shit out of me. So I'm not a fan of that. And then if I pull down those, those sheets, I always take like the bed spread off and the day cover. And you never ever lay on the decorative pillows because those hardly ever get washed. And you don't know if somebody had their naked fucking ass on it or what. You don't even know if the sheets are clean. But I always assume the sheets are clean, so I just take off the tops and I'll pull the sheet down. There better not be any hair. And that sheet better be like military tight. I mean, you better have pulled that shit so tight that it's hard for me to kick my feet up. Because that's what a hospital corner is. If the room is clean, I'll give a tip if I have something. Yeah, I will. I remember one time when I was 14, 15, the hotel I worked at in the town across the river, Moorhead. Since I was 14, 15, somewhere in there, um, we had to work in teams of two because we were too young to work alone, especially in the stayover. So the stayover is if somebody's going to continue staying at the hotel, they're not checking out, so you ask them, hey, you need sheets, towels, whatever. So we wanted to make sure that we were in a safe environment with two of us, even though <laughs> the girl I worked with was super tiny, so she couldn't have done anything anyway, except scream. She was a good screamer. She had a very nice singing voice, too. Um, so <laughs> we go to this room, there's these guys in there, and I always looked older than what I was. And now being 37 years old, I don't want to look older than I am. I'm actually 36. I'll be 37 in March. I'm aging myself. Greg just turned 37, so I automatically just say it. Um, I'm saying um a lot, too. I got a lot going on in my brain today. So we go into this room where these guys are at, and they kept closing the door. If we were cleaning the room, the door had to be propped open. So the other housekeepers, you know, okay, they're in there, they're fine, they can pop in, check on you, especially if we were teenagers, we were not. These guys kept closing the door. Well, my friend would ask them, please stop doing that. I looked at her and I said, just stand by the door, I'm going to go clean the bathroom. No, you don't need to clean the bathroom, just towels. Okay. So then they start hitting on us. They were probably like 19, 20, somewhere in there. It was hard to tell. And they asked if we wanted to go to the mall. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'll go meet you at the mall if you leave me pack cigarettes. The next day they checked out. 
left me a pack of, uh, I'm all over me. The New Salem's or Cools. They were in a green and white box. I think they were Salem's. They left me a pack of cigarettes. Great. That was the best tip I ever got. <laughs> great. That was great. But I kind of went off on that a little bit. Well, that's what I do. I do it well, too. So yesterday, I stayed home from work. I was having a horrible day. Thinking about it makes me just want to burst into tears. So I was going through withdrawals off of some of my pills. Uh, I called for the refills. They had to call the doctor, or fax the doctor, and a couple of them to get approval. Then I didn't have the money. Then I forgot about them, and I started feeling like shit on Sunday night. I'm like, okay, it'll pass in the morning. I got up and I just couldn't function. I couldn't do it. I don't only have anxiety, but I also have depression. And it made me really sad to think that I can't function like a normal person. I say normal therapy because there really is no such thing, but it's the best word that fits there. It was very depressing. It just made me sink even deeper that I couldn't do this without this medication. I was sweating. I was cold. I had diarrhea. I had stomach cramps that were awful. I'd get up and I'd be dizzy, and I felt like stuff was crawling all over my skin. Like I just wanted to rip my fucking skin off of my body. It was driving me insane. So I stayed home yesterday and cried a lot. I slept because what else do you do? You know, you're, you're too tired and sad to function. And I actually, I don't pray. I don't really believe in God. But I did pray. I'm like, you know what? I just want to fall asleep. I just don't want to wake up. Because feeling like this is nothing but a burden on the people around me. Knowing that I have to rely on pills just to function is nothing but a burden for the people around me. Greg went and got my pills yesterday before he left for work and made sure that I took them. And I feel a little bit better. I actually, you know, I got, up, got dressed today, so that's plus. But I still feel like I'm in this different little world where I'm talking slow. I'm not registering what people are saying to me and it just, I'm not feeling it. It's better, but it's not. And I know that I've said before, when it comes to my anxiety, my depression, my OCD, and the other fucked up issues that I have, I know I'm not alone. But I tell you, yesterday when I was sitting on the couch, just staring off into space and thinking about how much better the world would be without me in it, I felt like I was the only person on the face of the earth. I just, I questioned everything. I questioned, Greg loved me, I talked the last time about only one homeless guy would be at my funeral. I still think that. But it was the most 
It was the worst feeling I had ever had. And I had been on Chantix where I wanted to sit in the closet and I wanted to, to slice my wrists. But this was so much different. This was something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So I just felt like I was I should tell that to you. I know some people may listen. Hey eight, my lucky eight. What's going on? Eight listeners. Getting kind of popular over here. If you struggle with that feeling, or you know somebody that does, you and they are not alone in that at all. I mean, I know today now that I've taken my pills and I have a clearer head and I can focus on my thoughts instead of focusing on being sad, focusing on being so angry. It would just come in waves. I would just get so mad. And they're not alone. You don't go through this alone. There are other crazy fuckers out there just like me. I feel sorry for them that they are just like me. But they're out there. They are. So, well, you know, I say I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I would probably wish it on one person. I'm not going to say names. But she gave birth to Greg 37 years ago. I have never liked this woman. I probably will never like this woman. If anybody's listening to this and knows who I'm talking about and tells her, I don't care anymore. I really don't. I have so many other things in my life that I need to focus on and worry about. I just don't care. You know, one thing that's always bothered me, I mentioned that Greg and I have our birthday months, and we decided to start doing that when we were dating a couple of years because we both had shitty birthdays. Mine was mostly shitty because I didn't have any friends. Um, I never had birthday parties. And I was born in a blizzard, and every year there's a blizzard. If you've never been in a blizzard, you are lucky because it's awful. You can't see a hand in front of your face and your eyeballs freeze open and your asshole freezes shut. It's not a good feeling. So for 36 years, I have been, I've had blizzards on my birthday, some, some kind of snowstorm, whether it's snow and rain and sleet and ice, something. So we'll see what 37 brings because we're supposed to have a really bad winter not far from us in Canada, they've already gotten about four inches of snow. And we had flurries last week when it was really rainy and cold outside. But back to Greg. So he had worse birthdays than I did. Um, there was a birthday that his brother had to buy the Dracula teeth because he was forgotten. This is a man who has been told, and Greg, if you're listening to this and you get mad at me, I guess I'm sorry, but you know how I feel, and you know that I'm not quiet. And if I can't say these things to your mom, I'll say it to somebody that will listen, because my mom will listen. My mom is friends with his mom. So that makes it very difficult for me when I have heard this woman look at this person that I love with my whole heart on most days of the year. She looked at him and she said, yeah, you were a mistake. We didn't really want you. Oh, that's a great thing to tell your kid. That's amazing. You should be mother of the fucking year for saying that to your child. 
jump a folding loop. Two jumps to pass as G D. Mom! No. She's chewing on her feet. She chews her nails. So we have to get on her for that because her nails will get super, super sharp. God, I'm fat. Um, I'm putting my pajamas on. Yeah, it's not even, it's a little after seven and I put my pajamas on. So, suck it. But this woman told him he was too stupid to pass his GED. Didn't want him to have anything to do with his dad. Just an all-around, just mean-spirited person. Just mean. And you know what? I can show you me. But no. Thanks, medication. Because I tell you what, I can be a fucker. This is my outlet, so thanks for listening to my outlet. This woman takes Greg's brother out every year on his birthday to Texas Roadhouse. You know what that? A phone call. She couldn't even have gone to the dollar store and picked him up a 50 cent fucking card and said, hey, happy birthday. I remember you. You may not be my favorite, but happy fucking birthday. That's bullshit. If you have multiple children, you should not have a favorite. And you should not make that glaringly obvious that you do have a favorite. Or don't just forget about your kid like he doesn't exist. I don't understand. So since Texas Roadhouse was a bust, I'm going to probably take him out somewhere this weekend. And maybe to a movie if there's something good playing. Because he works hard. He's a good person. He's nice. I love him. He's funny. And he deserves something so much more than that. He deserves something more than bad service at Texas Roadhouse and not even a birthday card from your fucking mother. Yeah. So, I'm going to eat my supper. I'm having cheesily, cheesily. I'm having, <laughs> wow, God, I'm dumb. I'm having cheese, broccoli, rice with chicken. And some water. Some out of beer. Otherwise, I'd be having a fucking beer. So that's all for me today. I might come talk to you again tomorrow. I'm sure I will have some more shit in my brain to get out. I don't know why I took a big pause there. My mouth is kind of dry. Oh, my tits hurt. Remember last time I talked, my tits hurt too? I'm still not bleeding. I still don't have a red river of rage. But it's coming. That probably didn't help my issues I was having yesterday with the withdrawals. So, happy medication, everyone. Happy medication. Not meditation, mind you. Pills. Can you get my pills? I need my crazy pills. Uh, yeah. Feeling it. So you have a good rest of your night. Like I said, I may talk to you again later this week. So I'm not going to wish you a good week. Fuck that. Take it day by day. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.